Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where the two of us endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time. Welcome back to episode 211. How are you doing today, Will? I am feeling the energies of summer begin mm. to dissipate. Yeah, they're fading. They're fading. The, the fall is beginning, yep. uh, and I'm uh, pretty excited about it. Yeah, you like fall? You fall? Yeah. I mean, Personally, your, I'm, your I'm, birthday's I'm, in fall. Pretty, this is, pretty squarely. That is part of it, and also I just like it. Yeah, it's a good it's a good one. I like it. Um, well, what's the, what's the coolest thing you watched this week? The coolest thing I watched this week? Um... Hmm. Good question. <sighs> I'm like, have I watched anything that was like cool? I don't know. I've been watching the new season of The Witcher, which is fine. Oh yeah. So far, it's very, it's very much still uh, The Witcher, which you know. That's well, I thought fine. it was. I thought it was very much not the same Witcher. It's his last season. Oh, okay. Okay. They're, they're replacing him next season, I think. Okay. Henry Cavill, that is, for, yes. for our listeners who are unfamiliar. Mr. Cavill said, I am the nerd man now. That is my brand and identity. And I want this show to be accurate to the books. That's okay. me, the nerd guy. That's my That's understanding. That's why he left? Of, yeah. Yeah, because okay. they were changing it from the books, and he oh. didn't like that. That's my—that's what I've been led to believe. Anyway, it could also be that they weren't paying him enough, and he was like, "I've got a totally viable nerd reason to not be doing this." But who could say? Mm. Um, yeah. He says it's because they're changing this stuff. Anyway, okay. um, and then I watched the Mario thing last night, the Mario movie. Oh yeah, how was that? It was good, but I gotta say. You told me about how there was an original score for that movie, mm-hmm. and they swapped out like several moments of it for like needle drop song uh, moments. Uh, yeah, and let me yeah. tell you, I don't know if it was just because I was aware of that, but I felt like they kind of all fell flat. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it was just uh, especially otherwise that, fun on top movie. of Chris Pratt being like a, a main voice in it, just right? Like it, which like I got past fairly quickly. Like whatever, it's just. He's but just it's just a guy. Like, it's that mixed with the music makes it just like those Guardians of the Galaxy vibes, which I'm just kind of over at this right. point. But and like it just doesn't. I I it was not clear to me like what the reasoning was there. Mm. Like who is this for? Because you're doing like Take on Me, which is from like the '80s. Like who is this for? <laughs> the parents, I guess. But it's like you're already. Most of the movie is, like, very extremely self-referential to all of the Mario games. Hmm. And I feel like if you're trying to draw in the, like, older parent of children who is like, Ah, take on me, I love this song. They're probably going to be, like, the old nerd who's like, That's the Mario Kart select screen! You know what I mean? Like, I don't (laughs) know, I just didn't, I was like, who is this for? Um, Especially because, For the people who really enjoyed that scene in family guy where they played take on me yeah <laughs> that some honestly, producer probably saw probably, like oh we yes. can do that um i i think because there were so many other moments in the movie where they were using the original score and it would do like there's princess peach's castle and we're gonna do like a souped up orchestral uh musical hit of like the princess peach's castle theme 
you mm-hmm. know like there were a lot of musical moments of musical reference in the movie that I felt like worked pretty well like they weren't I mean it was a little bit like here we are we're underground we're or like we just saw a green pipe we're gonna like do 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 you know yeah. and do the little the little song it was like I felt like that was working and then all of a sudden they're like also now we're gonna do some like pop music I was like, just keep doing the like Mario music that has been or- orchestrally uh, transformed because it like works the rest of the time. Anyway, it really it didn't detract from the movie that much for yeah, me. I, I I enjoyed my time with it, but I was also yeah. being the guy who's like, look, it's the thing, like constantly. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's fun. Nice. Yeah, I, I still haven't watched it, even though I've had I also of takes about it at this point. But. Shamefully uh, paid the evil man six dollars to watch that movie which was sure. more than i should have done yeah that's fair i mean that's you know six bucks that's not too bad yeah whatever it's not the end yeah. of the world but um i watched the the new ninja turtles movie the mutant mayhem uh oh, the animated one it's very good really yeah. really good i was um, never a turtles guy but i think you would enjoy this one it was, it was very fun and a good i think starting turtles piece of media mm-hmm, for people mm-hmm. to just kind of dive into um and it's just like yeah very very good unique animation style all very well acted the all the turtles they feel like they are you know high school kids like the way they talk yeah. and, and and things like that it's felt like fun. yeah how's it gonna be like they're high school kids and i was like literally it's on the name of the thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well but yeah even though like even though they're, it's on the name of the thing. Very often, I feel like in a lot of other turtles stories, it, they feel like more like college kids or just like you mm-hmm. know cool adults trying to you know <laughs> say cowabunga and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was good. I I enjoyed it. Have you seen that? I'm sure you have that like single. It's like a single panel from a comic where Batman is like, that's where my parents died. Oh Raphael. yeah. Kyle Bummer. Yeah. Classic. That's from the, that's from the Batman Ninja Turtles crossover comic, uh, by James Tinian and, uh, Fred Williams, Freddie Williams third, I think. Sure. I work at a comic store. Uh, <laughs> Freddie Williams, the second, I believe was the artist on that. Uh, but yes, uh, a classic panel, uh, from, from that series that has been immortalized it's i mean cowabummer is hilarious but also funnier to me is the fact that Raphael has like earned batman's trust sufficiently that he is essentially giving up his secret identity to him like <laughs> right right and not just that but like telling a, a very personal story yeah yeah like you're my new best friend turtle man <laughs> let me show you who i am yeah Oh man. Anyway, that's our uh, that's our intro uh, chat for Beyond the Ball, so two hundred and eleven. Yeah, this uh, is a podcast. Did we mention that? I think we did. Yeah, Here we, we are. read a, we, we read Pokedex entries, but you know we we like to you know chew the fat a little. You know, uh, uh, that that was the only metaphor I could think. That's... I had this exact Pokemon card. One of the images you've selected here oh, yeah. is, is unlocked a deep memory. Jungle. Uh, I had, set. I should say, I had this exact Pokemon card until it was stolen from me. Ooh. 
somebody in my like fourth grade class third grade class stole yeah. all my pokemon cards out of my backpack yeah fourth fifth and sixth room. grade there was a lot of pokemon thefts happening as i recall messed up yeah i had was... like a, a vile plume and a polyrath and Ooh, the good stuff bunch of cool of those good jungle hollows yeah well they robbed me robbed well hopefully this can if they're listening now may they feel guilty yeah um kofi.com slash beyond the ball if you, you want to start paying some reparations now that would be wild it is certainly possible i'm pretty sure i know who it was but i can't remember their name it was like somebody uh-huh. else was who was friends with them who i all was cl- it was like there was a go-between you know there was someone yeah. who was like kind of close with both of us who was like yeah it was so and so and it was like later on so i didn't confront them about it or anything but, i think my know. brother had had some cards stolen from him um at some point uh-huh. but i think he managed to get them back i think he successfully pulled off the the parent intervention card ah. um but then i'm pretty sure he stole like dragon ball z cards from our cousin one time i was gonna uh, say your, your brother is uh... a <laughs> he gets what he, he gets what's his you know <laughs> <laughs> Something of a, a rapscallion, you might yeah, say. You know. I, I seem to recall an elaborate ruse that was used to hijack somebody's RuneScape account. Uh, I, I can neither confirm nor deny any such shenanigans. <laughs> <any such laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, we chewed the fat and now we are lost in the weeds. Yeah, we <laughs> so got we, lost in the fat and the weeds. We want to get lost in one particular weed this uh, episode, and its name is Vile Plume. <laughs> That's right, we talked about Oddish, we talked about Gloom, and now we're on to the final-ish form of, of, of the bunch. It's, uh, it's Vileplume. Now hold on, Brayden. Mm-hmm. Y- you can't just drop something like that. What do you mean, final-ish form? Because well, well, I just scrolled down to be like, wait, is there a no, mega no, no. evolution on no, this not, one? Not mega. I'm talking about uh, Blossom, if you recall. Oh, right, 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 right. I always forget that they are... Uh... I always think of Blossom as being its own thing. It seems like it would connection. be because it kind of deviates from yeah, the trajectory of Oddish, yeah. you would think. But uh, anyway, we're, we're at Bioflume for now. Um, Oddish was just walking around a lot at night, I think. Uh, Gloom was, and and screaming just perhaps. so uh, smelly. Uh, Gloom, Gloom, yeah, stinky. Uh, so stinky it was causing Memory loss-inducing yeah. stink. Yeah. Um, which was the the real the real kicker that that time, and now we've got a we've got a, a full bloom grass poison type Pokemon. It's number forty five. It's the flower Pokemon. Um, what was uh, was it the flower Pokemon before? Or was Gloom? No, Gloom was oh, it was Pokemon. a weed Pokemon when it was Oddish as well. Yeah. So um, now that it's flowering, it's no longer a weed. Yeah. Uh, Bul- Bulbapedia says that Vileplume shares its category name with Bellsprout and Blossom, who are also known as the flower Pokemon. Bellsprout doesn't seem like it should be called that, but whatever. No, well, Weeping Bell and Victory Bell apparently aren't, so there's that at least. Hmm. But, okay, flower Pokemon. And that makes sense, because it's got a big old flower on its head now that is in full uh, bloom, seemingly. Yes, it's uh, got a very large flower. Yeah. Its height is now 3 foot 11 inches, and it is now 41 pounds, up up from 2 foot 7 and 19. So, 
a fair bit bigger. Yeah, um, almost almost doubled. Yeah, two foot seven, three foot eleven. Yeah, almost. And yeah, I guess we. I don't know. I don't think you. I don't think the blueberry, you know, core of Vileplume is that much bigger. But I guess it's just like a, a little say, bigger. The, the blueberry core has remained more or less static. Yeah, there's like no difference with the arms and legs. Although, um, I guess going from from gloom to Vileplume, the eyes are now open, and the lips have again receded <laughs> into its skin. I suppose. <laughs> And the, the, the eyes are that, that glowing, uh, shiny red again um, that, that Oddish had, as I recall. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, it's bigger. It's a little more... looks almost like a little more ovaloid than spherical, just because it's got this, this big flower coming off the very top of its head. And it's a, it's a big Rafflesia flower, basically. The... The big, uh, the genus of parasitic flowering pa- plants in the family Rafflesia, you could say, that the, they have enormous flowers. Now, we've talked about these previously, have we not? We have, and we're going to talk about them in, again specifically when we get to the name. But yes. The, uh, Venusaur. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, so, I was Googling images of this flower. It is almost identical to the one on Vileplume's head. It's yeah, more, big, more so than uh, Venusaurs, which was more like a a palm tree, pet, almost, yeah. with a weird flower on top. But this is, like, straight up, like, if you were to look at a, a picture of a real-life Rafflesia, particularly the Rafflesia Arnoldi flowers in Bengkulu, Indonesia, you would be, you could just be like, oh, that's the top of a Vileplume. Oh, that's a Vileplume. You pull that up as a Vileplume under there. It's a very large flower. It's got like five distinct petals that are all like pretty hefty, kind of fleshy looking. Uh, speckled. It's covered in, yeah, it's speckled with white spots and it's got a kind of bowl like center piece. Yeah. Where any other flower might normally just have kind of a general uh, dome in the middle there. It's got yeah. more of like a little uh, concavity. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's vile plume. Pretty, pretty straightforward. It's it's the most like natural kind of grass evolution trajectory you could you could assume for a Pokemon. You know, it goes from like a little bush to like a, a budding like flower to a, a blooming flower. Uh, that one in real life would most commonly associate with the smell of rotting flesh. Um, also, just doing some quick googling, one species of Rafflesia has the largest flower in the world. Yes, and I think that is like the the actual like corpse flower, like the big, huge stamen coming out. Maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there is also the Rafflesia hasselti, which is the like tiger faced mushroom that uh, Bulbapedia says. That the resembles the larger spots on on the petals that you see on on the the female vile plumes, I guess, which have have larger spots te- typically. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, uh, big 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 flower. Less uh, just the the whole outlook seems a little more upbeat than Gloom's kind of uh, you know gloomy uh, disposition, or maybe mm-hmm. not gloomy, but just kind of like. Dazed, zoned out, drooling, dazed, <laughs> drooling. 
yeah, no, no drool on this one, which is nice, but yeah, what, is, uh, what does vile plume mean, Will? Vile plume may be a combination of the words vile and plume, as you might expect. Mm-hmm. Um, a plume being uh, either like a feather or something that resembles a feather, like a, a hat could have a plume on it or a mm-hmm. helmet, um, and it's just a little feather th- adornment. Um, or it could be a cloud of dispersed substance, so like a plume of smoke, you know? Right. Um, Which you can definitely envision clouds of dispersed substances being shot out of the the center of its flower head. Yes, absolutely. Especially knowing, as I do, that this Pokemon learns a lot of moves like Stun, stun Spore and Poison Powder. And right, right. I know it's got nasty little uh, powders and concoctions in there yeah Yeah. potions and whatnot elixirs Um, yeah um also they might be invoking the word bloom a little bit but eh, you know sure and yeah i I can kind of see the the feather thing too like because plume like plumage it's it's kind of got these huge petals like a that are very evocative of like a bird's you know plumage or Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or very fancy hat perhaps (laughs) but it's important to remember uh that it is just it's vile yes vile just vile vile i guess uh, w- which wasn't defined here but is uh typically extremely unpleasant morally bad wicked um i always enjoy when they're like this pokemon is is morally bad yes <laughs> it is a sin it is a sin to be vile plume yeah. <laughs> um Archaic definition of vile, which I always am so curious about archaic definitions, uh, says of little worth or value. Huh. Interesting. So that kind of tracks, I guess. From but... like the, the vilest peasant. Yeah. All the feasts that thou hast shared erewhile to mine shall be but vile, is the, uh, the example, example sentence there, that yeah. Oxford gives. Wow, <laughs> thanks, Oxford. Very yeah. uh, illuminating. I mean, you gotta have an archaic example for an archaic yeah, definition. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but anyway, right. uh, vile plume. So the, 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 working a lot in, for the English one. Uh, Japan, however, wasn't Not actually so <laughs> working for too much. So the Japanese name is Rephrasia, which is really just like barely changing the actual name of the real flower, Rephrasia. Right? Am I pronouncing that right? Is that how you've been saying it? Probably. Rephrasia. Rephrasia. Um, I don't know. Which is exactly the flower that we just spent a bunch of time talking about. Uh, all they did was like change two letters, uh, and they said, "Yeah, it's that flower. That flower. If you see it on the world, that's a Pokemon." Yeah. I guess for those of you desperately trying to Google what this flower looks like, it's R A F F L E S I A, Raffle Sia. Yeah, that's the, the, now you found the pronunciation. The classic musician. Raffle Sia. Remember Sia? Yeah, it's like Sia, but you know, sometimes you get music and sometimes you get diddly. Hmm. <laughs> remember, remember when our mutual friend used to win every single raffle month after month after month oh, at yeah. all of the Boy Scout meets? Absolutely. What the heck um, was going on there? <laughs> I think uh, I think his mom just knew how to play the odds uh, mm. on, on the bakery raffles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Smart. They took home <laughs> a lot of baked goods. They did, they did. Anyway, uh, that's narrow casting for anyone else who was in our Boy Scout troop. Yeah. <laughs> 1997. Shoutouts, Pack 218, baby. Hey. 
I feel like with that information, you can probably, someone's just going to, like, dox us. They're going to be like, I've got all the clues now. Brayden works in a comic shop. That was the last puzzle piece. They were in pack 218 in 1997. I've got them now. Listen, if you get us off that, you deserve it. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Steal my identity, I guess. (laughs) You can have it. You can have it. You want to manage this bakery? (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, French definition or name uh putting even less work in than japan yeah literally it's just rafflesia it's just the name of the flower (laughs) which is fair because we just talked about how it looks basically like rafflesia flower with a little person underneath you know yeah it's just it would be very funny to me if like rosalia was just called rose Mm. Like works as a nickname sure but yeah uh not as like a scientific designation you know (laughs) Uh, anyway, um, what's, uh, what, what's the German name? The German name is Giflor, Gif- which is Giflor. combining gift, which is apparently German for poison, which is yeah. amazing. I love that, right? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like there was, uh, some, some confusion a long time ago. Yeah, uh, when, when, when the Germans met the English, there was maybe some, <laughs> some misdirection. Yeah. Um and then floor, which means bloom. Poison yeah. bloom. Poison bloom. Gift floor. Gift. Cool. Uh I I I should have looked it up, but like I have to like why why does gift mean poison? Yeah, I would love to know. And also I mean it's probably not because like so much of English comes from German, so I don't know. The word has been used as a euphemism for poison since old high German. A semantic loan from late Latin doses, uh, dose, from ancient Greek, doses, call a gift, dose of medicine. Mm. The original meaning gift has disappeared in contemporary standard German, but remains in some compounds. See, mitgift. Okay. So, interesting. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting lost in Quora now. This is no longer oh, you uh, can't. really be- relevant, but yeah, there's 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 some there's some stuff going on there. If you're if you're curious into about that etymology, you can you can look it up. We we got other we got more important things to look up here, like yeah, uh, the Korean name for vile plume. Fish to fry. So the Korean name is Rapalasia, not to be confused with Rafflesia, the name of the flower. They really right. it's it's a bit. They didn't change anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, a little different. This um, is interesting. In yeah. Chinese, though. So the Mandarin and Cantonese are Ba Wang Hua or Ba Waf Ba Wang Fa, uh, which is essentially an alternate name of Rafflesia, which is combining. Ba Wang meaning overlord and Hua or Fa meaning flower. So they already are calling Rafflesia the overlord flower, which is pretty cool. Fantastic. Like, and then I, love, they just... I love the Chinese names because they, they smash together nouns that I never would have thought to put together. Yeah. And I love it. Overlord flower. Overlord flower. That's very great. Very cool. Um, and very much not at all the vibe. I get from vile plume, but <laughs> yeah, no, not really. But here we are. Oh man, it, with its with its crown of of petals and death, I suppose. I was gonna say crown of stink, but I guess I don't actually know if it still is smelly. 
crown of corpse stink, perhaps. Who knows? Um, we'll know in just a bit. Uh, we'll we'll take a quick break and then finally dive in to uh, Vile Plume's flower. After straight this. in there, we're going in. Welcome back to Beyond the Ball, episode two hundred and eleven. The most vilest, plumest, overlord flowerist episode of them all. The vilest plume of them all. Yes, get, the the facts are, are just going to be pluming out of our heads this this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. That's true. We'll see. We'll see about those facts. Uh, why don't you start us off with our very first entry from everyone's favorite classic first generation Pokemon games, Red and Blue. All right, so to start with, the larger its petals, the more toxic pollen it contains. Its big head is heavy and hard to hold up. <laughs> it, okay, all right. Well, wait, so what's the head? Is the head where the oh, face is or question. is the head the flower? Great question, because I was going to say it's basically all head. So right. if its head is heavy and hard to hold up, then you also could have said, like, it has a hard time standing, standing. and moving around. Right. Which, <laughs> perhaps perhaps both. Um. <laughs> I mean, that flower does look extremely unwieldy, and in many of the images, it's sort of, like, shifting around, so it might be slightly tilted over. So if its weight is shifting around up there, then, like, yeah, pretty pretty unwieldy. Seems yeah. pretty pretty challenging. Like, cause say. the head, like it's, I guess maybe its face is on its torso, in in this case. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But but then what you know, it, if there is no torso, if if the only defining feature is a face, then <laughs> it's just a head, right? I mean, I guess it's got arms coming out of it. It's really a not an important distinction, I suppose, but. I do want to know what they're talking about here in this entry. What defines the head? It's hard to move around. The upper part of the human body, or the front or upper part of the body of an animal, typically separated from the rest of the body by a neck containing the brain, oh, see, mouth, and sense already, organs. Yeah. Well, it does have a mouth and sense organs for sure. I don't know if there's a brain in there. I would not venture to guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, Hmm. No neck, certainly. Uh, well, that's um, challenging. It's hard for Vileplume to move around, presumably, because it's so top-heavy and wobbly. It's yeah. also, I think, worth investigating. The larger its petals, the more toxic pollen it contains. Um, yeah. It's pretty large petals. And, the, and the, uh. <laughs> they're, like they're literally just you know storage units for toxic apparently pollen. so unless they're just like correlated and not actually make maybe all the toxic pollen is in the center but the the petals grow bigger and then there's more toxic pollen for some reason it would make yeah. more sense if they were just like big bags of toxic pollen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, pollen is kind of like baseline toxic to some extent right like at least to us uh if you have allergies i guess yeah it's, and then toxic probably isn't actually the term i think toxic has some specific uh parameters that probably mean it can like really hurt you 
in a way that allergies don't generally. They probably they might mean poisonous here, but poison poisonous and toxic are often interchanged. Mixed up. Yeah. yeah. And I think we can maybe uh, infer a, a sort of middle ground in between the two of sure. poisonous well, being and lethal and toxic being like harmful. Right. Just like it'll make you sick. Right. It's um, going to make you sick, this pollen. It's, uh, it's, Wild it's, plume, you make me sick. It's Mr. Mr. Yuck doesn't, does not approve of this one. Mm. Um, Slap big a big old Mr. Yuck sticker on that plant. Yeah. You know, it seems like it's entire body slash head might be easier to hold up if it actually had like legs as well mm, instead of just little noodle feet yeah i guess like it has like an ankle it has ankles <laughs> that attach directly to the bottom of its chin <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but okay I, i'll take their word that it's uh it's hard to hold up which is unfortunate but you know it's only 40 pounds uh how much of that do we think is flour, though? Right, I don't know. 20 pounds of it? It seems unwieldy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's keep going. What's our, what's our next entry here? Our next entry is from Yellow Version, and it says, Flaps its broad flower petals to scatter its poisonous pollen. The flapping sound is very loud. <laughs> It just it just sounds like flapping, but it is yeah. very loud. Sounds like a bird taking off, and then you're like, what is that? Oh, no. I've been poisoned. I've been poisoned. Also, yes, we've upgraded to poisoned. That took precisely yeah. one entry. Yeah, um, don't worry. We'll we'll downgrade again to the next one. Sure. Uh, and then upgrade again after that. I love that it, it it's, uh, its petals are, like, at least somewhat... Um, prehensile movable or is it just kind of like flappable. bouncing its head up and down right, to right, kind of yes. or it's just sort of twerking its petals around to... yeah no it's pollinating baby yeah uh, scatter that poisonous pollen uh it's i have like, a question vileplume why are you doing that because <laughs> that's what that's what plants do they they i mean usually you get a bug to do it for you right mm, but if you can walk around then <laughs> what's the point yeah, share the, share the, share the love everywhere you go. Yeah, but I, uh, poisonous presumably to humans and other like animals slash Pokemon. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess, but maybe One perhaps assumes. not to you know other plants uh, yeah. that it's trying to pollinate. And so, yeah, I don't know. You have, you evolve it with the leaf stone, so it doesn't. It's not like you know glooms and oddish like need pollen. From a bioflume to like evolve or something like that, but um, maybe that's how baby uh, baby oddish are, are formed. You know, you you pollinate some some weird weeds on the mm, road, mm-hmm. and they turn into they turn into oddish. Right. Yeah. Not sure. It's anything goes. It's Pokemon world. I'm just ambulatory flower here. territory. I think it's like well, whatever. You know. Yeah. Presumably, it's not poisonous to other poison type Pokemon, but. That may be the extent of it. You know, and steel type, which are immune to poison. Uh, also, the flapping sound is very loud. Also, the <laughs> flapping sound is very loud and is certainly worth devoting a whole sentence of a Pokédex entry to. <laughs> like, the fact that they spent a, 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 a sentence of the Pokédex to, to talk about how loud the sound is makes me think, like, oh, they're not kidding. Like, yeah. it is a, a notably very loud sound that it is making as it flops around. 
I, I do appreciate it, though, you know, giving going out of their way to kind of give you an auditory experience, especially like mm-hmm. early on in Pokemon games. Like you're not you, you're not hearing what these Pokemon, right. you know, you hear like, you know, Hyper Beam or, or Flamethrower making a yeah. whooshing sound. But yeah, um, it just it makes me happy. I, I, th- I'm just I trying assume... to think of what it would sound like to hear, you know, very hard flapping Rafflesia flower petals. Like. I'm imagining the sound of someone like trying to shake out like a damp beach towel or something yeah yeah you know? totally except it's full of poison <laughs> water right except it's full of poison, poison sand <laughs> i can well this is a i'm gonna overstep my bounds here for a moment and say i suspect that vileplume probably doesn't have a lot of natural predators or like much concern that anything is going to mess with it which could be right. you know it is very poisonous and maybe even stinky we don't actually know yet but yeah. i would think that you know making a loud flapping sound everywhere you went would not be a very helpful evolution otherwise yeah uh, it, if you it, were needing to be sneaky it probably like skips as it walks you know so it gets those, those big flaps with every land <laughs> yeah. you know just hopping around absolutely i can Although picture it is, that very clearly it does have a very large head that's hard to hold up though so right so sometimes you land you land that skip just a little bit wrong and the whole operation comes down (laughs) right um okay then there's a very loud flapping sound yeah pile plume falls down a hill (laughs) oh no well maybe it can kind of parachute down Mm, yeah hard to say anyway how big are these pedals will well, let me tell you, Gold Version tells us that it has the world's largest petals. Whoa. With every step, the petals shake out heavy clouds of toxic pollen. Okay, I was kind of kind of on the right track there. It's, yeah, you, you were know, correct. Taking these pollen, big steps and skipping around. And also, pollen is stored in the petals. Yes. <laughs> as, as we learned in anatomy. As, as we are all aware. In biology. Yes. Uh, so it's it's skipping around, as you said, and it's just got big old bags of poison flopping off of its head. Again, well, yeah, because as you predicted, and yeah, and this makes sense because yeah, flowers. It's the petals that produce the pollen, and it's the honey that gets produced inside the flower. Right. I will. <laughs> I will walk off this podcast <laughs> if they start talking about honey. I swan to John. I. <laughs> So, I guess it's not... Well, okay, so it has the world's largest petals. Do we think that this means anything? Uh, A, is Rafflesia, the real flower, a thing in the Pokemon world? World's largest flower petals. And and B, does Vileplume have bigger flower petals than it? Well, I searched world's largest flower petals, and the top result was Rafflesia Arnoldi, uh, often called the corpse flower, you know. So I think Vileplume has just fully supplanted, it's just in the Pokemon world, that particular plant is, you know, ambulatory. Right. It's, a, it's right. called Vileplume. <laughs> and because, it, like, if corpse flowers were ambulatory and could, you know, pollinate wherever they go, you know, get nutrients wherever they want, I'm sure they'd be even bigger too. So it, it makes yeah. sense that a Vileplume is, is even bigger. But okay, I, I feel like that's our first entry that had, like, you know, world's most something, you know? Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the word for it? Superlative. Yeah, yeah. And this is only, I mean, it's a Gen 1 Pokemon. This is a second generation entry, like... And they said, we're never doing flower petals bigger than this one. <laughs> never, ever. And I'm not going to try and refute that right now. But, uh, uh, I am. Definitely possible. Okay. Gigantamax Venusaur. 
Done. Yeah. Busted. Easy. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry. Maybe because it's not a permanent state of being, that doesn't count. It was a smaller flower petal. Right. And then they gigantamaxed it. But honestly, though, hold on. What about, uh, you know, Brontosaurus Chikorita evolution? Bayleaf? Meganium? Meganium? Meganium's like a freaking Brontosaurus. Doesn't it have... That's a, a big a flower big old... collar. That looks about the size of Valplume's mm, yeah, okay, petals. Sure. It's a um, big flower. Valplume's yeah. a very big flower. So I don't need to, you know, go searching. I mean, Meganium is 5'11", 221.6 pounds, so quite a bit that's bigger. very big. But it's a flower, but it's, Honestly, though, 5'11", that's only two feet taller than Valplume. Right. And it looks like it should be way taller than Valplume. Right. So proportionally speaking, it's not that much bigger. Yeah. Any, write us in if you can think of Pokemon with with bigger uh, bigger flower petals, petals. than this, um, and then we can call Professor Oak and let him know about the mistake he's made. About how he put a mistake in his encyclopedia, and he'll yeah. say, "I didn't write that. A ten year old wrote that. I can't be <laughs> held accountable for that." Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I might beg to differ. <laughs> All I did was publish it, he said. Yeah, and, and give him the tools to go, you know, explore the world. And by tools, I mean just Pokemon, Pokemon. I didn't want to take care of anymore. A single Pokemon, yeah, there you go. He might have given me some potions, too. I don't remember. His or he aid. Pay, his he, aid yeah, he, he paid yeah. someone to give me some potions. Right. Or someone he pays for other stuff was like, hey. Took pity on you. Yeah, kind of messed up that he's sending that child out there. He have some potions at least. Dang. Oof. Oof. Um, okay. Uh, what's... How does... How does this bud burst? What? <laughs> Excuse me? That's, that's, uh, that's the question at hand, Will. Okay, sure. Silver version. Let me tell you. The bud bursts into bloom with a bang. <laughs> it then starts scattering allergenic poisonous pollen. Hey, if something is poisonous, you don't have to say it's also allergenic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think that counts. I think I toxic, think... <laughs> poisonous, like, I think that's going to cover. Yeah, I think generally okay. allergenic is referring to your body thinking that someone is poisonous and mm. reacting in that way. Uh, right. So if it's actually poisonous, I think that's just poison. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, sure. And this first entrance, or first sentence, I think is just a, a little bit of you know they really alliterative wordplay yeah know? they really wanted to do some alliteration the bud the, bursts into bloom with a bang the, what are you talking about are you talking about a literal bang sound are you talking about happens? when it when gloom evolves yeah like, because i don't see this 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 bud being unbloomed anywhere and does i don't it, know where all those petals would go if it wasn't in bloom and bang so, like, like a gunshot when, like like blam <laughs> Poison. Yeah, when gloom evolves, it's like dun 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 dun, bam! Just like gunshot. MP3 plays like at the end. God, like whoa! Your gloom evolved into Valplume. I'm and you're sick. <laughs> yeah, now we're all sick. Uh, uh, okay, it's bud bursts into bloom. With the, what are you talking about? What this are a, you even talking about? This is an encyclopedia. The bud bursts into bloom with a bang is is a fun sentence, I guess, but yeah. it's just like begging for any additional information, <laughs> any additional details. Like I don't, I'm not confident kind. that it actually, you know, has a banging sound because I think you're just trying to get foot more b words in there. Like. No, 
<laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> and then starts scattering its poisonous pollen. Yeah, okay, that's... It's doing that as it walks around. I'm going to assume it does it as it bursts into bloom. It kind of seems like, well. yeah, it's just doing that, like, all the time. Yeah, if, it, if it's walking, it's spreading poisonous spreading pollen. Spreading poison, yeah. Yeah. But okay, uh, let's not get too lost in, in the... The uh, the eloquence of of in the silver, banging, the banging flower, <laughs> the banging the the bud, the bursting bang of a bloom. Uh, mm. What does it do to the air? Crystal version tells us that by shaking its big petals, it scatters toxic pollen into the air, turning the air yellow. That's uh, a little distressful. So there's so much nasty toxic pollen coming out of those flower petals that it is actually creating like a visible yellow haze wherever it goes <laughs> which is yowza but also kind of convenient because then you're right. like oh video game logic tells me that i should not walk through that yellow gas right i'm sure a lot of people with you know big you know allergies especially like in, in spring policies would appreciate you know a physical visible you know yeah. warning that they're oh, going to walk into that. some some allergens yeah. but yeah i guess by shaking its big petals it scatters toxic pollen into the air turning it yellow but it starts doing this as soon as it blooms and it does this with every step mm. with loud flapping so this it's, is its head is like top heavy, so that flower is kind of flopping around all the time anyway. Right. So anytime it's walking, it's flapping its head around and it's flapping. It's just a constant fountain of poison. It's turning the like, air yellow it everywhere it goes. Yeah. So if if the air is yellow, there's a vile plume nearby, uh, and you probably don't want to be there. Um, you know, not to jump the gun too much on our on our scales, but I don't. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I was like, I'm starting to get some uh, presentiment about my companionship score for this Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just, um, you know, turning the air yellow. If it was just, you know, kind of a, a visible, like superficial thing, sure, yeah. whatever, that's kind of fun. But it's turning the air yellow because there's so much toxic so poisonous poison. pollen in the air. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't not. Want to... And the fact that they keep, like, I don't know. It's toxic. It's poisonous. It's allergenic. And the specific, like, clouds of yellow. Like, I don't know if you remember, uh, at least where we grew up, there mm -hmm. was some particular plant that would have, like, a, pl a pollen bloom and there would be like a week where you would go outside to get in your car and it's just covered in yellow dust yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know and that is just like allergy hay fever alarm bells are going off in my head you know what right. i mean so right. it's just like it, it makes me it also gives if me you're keeping track of our childhood homes like keep add this I to know, the, yeah. the list M more data points added there you go <laughs> um i just it, it's giving me the impression that if I get poisoned by vile plume, I'm going to get like hay fevered to death, which sounds yeah. really very bad. <laughs> sounds unpleasant. <laughs> sounds yeah. very unpleasant. Not that being poisoned uh. to death is ever going to be great, but like, dang, this sounds sounds bad. Well, they've been harping on this a lot for for you know generation one and two, but let, let's move on to to our next uh, generation. Where we get some actionable advice. Our perhaps. dearest, dearest friends, 
at the Ruby version writer's room have this to tell us. Vile Plume's toxic pollen triggers atrocious allergy attacks. Mm. That's why it is av- advisable never to approach any attractive flowers <laughs> in a jungle, however pretty they may be. So what you're really <laughs> saying is just don't go to the jungle at all. Well, and like... <laughs> Vile plume has a very distinctive looking flower, but they're like, listen, these allergy attacks are so bad, you should just not approach any flower that is attractive to you in any way. I they're mean, throwing it we're throwing all the babies out with the bathwater. Flowers yeah. are canceled. We're yeah. not doing those anymore. <laughs> no. Uh no no attractive flowers in the jungle. It, it's uh, perhaps, you know, more understandable given that this is the Pokemon world where, you know, we get a lot of entries like this about, you know, up in the mountains, there's, you know, uh, Charizard's melting everything and Scyther's mm, cutting mm-hmm. anything in half or whatever, you know? So any any environment that's, like, a little more, um, like, you know, natural world, like a lot of natural life and a lot mm. of Pokemon, like, probably just best to avoid it altogether. <laughs> right, yeah, probably just don't. However pretty they may be. In the real world, you probably shouldn't go wandering into the jungle. And here, right. you also shouldn't do that. Yeah. Which is, I feel like there's some kind of correlation between, like, you know, pretty flowers and, you know, danger uh, in real life. I feel like, or at least there's, like, you know, poisonous animals, like, are brightly colored and, right. and things like that. Yeah. Um, kind, of, kind of like warning signs. Warning. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, I mean, they don't say don't go in the jungle. They just say never approach any attractive flowers in a jungle, which is like... Have you seen a jungle? Attractive is subjective, sure. But like, that's kind of like the whole point of a jungle. It's got bigger, attractive flowers. So, yeah, just uh, stay out of there, I guess. It's it's those those atrocious allergy attacks. Getting some more alliteration here. Uh, Yeah, again, feeling very intentional. Um... Which, Isn't there a different word for it when it's repeated vowel sounds instead of consonant sounds? Oh, I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm just thinking of consonants, which is not consonants even the first. and assonance. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That might yeah. be what I'm confusing. Um, but okay. Also, triggering. It's they keep saying you know throwing around poisonous and toxic, but then they say like oh just really bad allergy attacks. So it's like oh is is that mm. it? But like, this is what I was saying last century. It's yeah. gonna allergy you to death. Exactly, like the whole atmosphere feel filled with like your your allergens. Like you're done for. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's uh also worth noting. I think that they're they haven't actually said this, but it seems pretty clear that Vileplume lives in the jungle. Yes. Right. I mean, they it's haven't, they haven't mentioned this previously, but it is in the jungle. It has a big old jungle flower on its head. Right, it's, it's based on a flower that lives in the jungle. It's, you know, if, if there's some kind of timeline in the Pokemon world of, like, you know, a more real-world Earth transitioning to, like, a, a world where Pokemon exists, like, perhaps the Rafflesia flower, like, gained sentience and became a Pokemon, so... Yeah. Sure. Jungle. I dig this. I dig yeah. this version. That works, that works. Um, but okay, uh... We've got our next entry from Sapphire, which is the longest entry of the bunch, although the first sentence is nothing new here, but... Alright, so the Sapphire version says, Vileplume has the world's largest petals. 
They are used to attract prey that are then doused with toxic spores. Once the prey are immobilized, this Pokemon catches and devours them. Devours, huh? Devours. With that little that little baby mouth? With that mouth? tiny little mouth. <laughs> or with the flower. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what What are you eating, Vileplume? What? Your prey? prey? Yeah. I assumed that this poison was defensive. It's offensive. Yeah. Also, they've neglected to mention that this Pokemon catches and devours them. One, catches after it has been paralyzed. Mm-hmm. The prey are immobilized by toxic spores, so presumably that means they're paralyzed. Uh, and then the Pokemon, quote-unquote, catches them. And... Maybe they fall out of the sky after they fly into its toxic cloud. <laughs> right, yeah, and it catches them and then devours them alive, it seems like. Uh, it seems like yeah. it eats them alive, probably, while doesn't, they're, while doesn't they're say immobilized it kills them by poison. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, but okay, um, I'm, I'm feeling a little more pressure from the last entry telling you to never approach attractive flowers. <laughs> yeah, no matter how pretty they may be. I mean, I would hope... The, uh, if Vileplume uh, is eating people, then I'm impressed. Because it doesn't I mean, that's seem a like big, it has any teeth. The mouth, sure, but that flower... Mm. The flower's pretty big. Maybe it just digests you. It just absorbs your nutrients. Just mega drains you until you're like, a dried up little raisin. I like actually shuddered a little just thinking about that. <laughs> it's unsettling. <laughs> Woof, okay. Um, yeah, the world's largest p- petals. Mm-hmm. And they're used to track prey, presumably just by virtue of their big size and bright color. I guess. Like, I guess petals usually are used to attract bugs. Like, Gloom had the honey thing going, the, the weird right. drool honey that would attract prey. Yeah, you'll note also that we have not gotten any discussion of smell. No, not at all. Um, Even though it looks the most like a corpse flower that it ever has, you know? Right, right. Hmm. Uh, no discussion of smell, just it has real poisonous pollen is all. Yeah. And it's it's so weird because it looks so chill and, like, fun. A yeah. cool little, a cool little yeah. friend. Um, and then they're out here uh, devouring living creatures, you know? <laughs> that they've Alive. poisoned. Yeah, that's... <laughs> It's got such a happy little smile on its face, but it's like, oh, there's a. And that's, it's not happy about anything fun. That's that a smile scary remains smile. as its flower on its head is digesting the lower half of a Psyduck, you know? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Psyduck, how's this for a headache? Ba bam! <laughs> Take some toxic spores. Yeah, man, that. Those, these buds burst into bloom with a bang. Mm, and, yeah, atrocious. And, and then they attacks. eat you. <laughs> Psyduck just—they don't actually get paralyzed. They're immobilized because they can't stop sneezing. They just get like a multi-sneeze chain going, mm. and it's like, well, you can't <laughs> run anywhere while you're sneezing. And then, right. oops, I've been devoured alive because I couldn't stop sneezing. Oh man, if I had a nickel. <laughs> Are you a sneeze chain person? Not really. I feel like, like I know very, people very who... occasionally, but yeah, usually someone, I'll, uh, someone will like sneeze and then they'll just keep going and it's like, "Hey, can you knock right. it off?" Yeah, hey, stop it. <laughs> I know you're choosing to do this to annoy me. Yes. Um, there are certain people who it's like, yeah, once the sneezes begin, it's like a four sneeze minimum. I feel yeah. like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a two sneeze person, generally yeah. speaking. 
I think I think yeah, two sneeze at most, but usually it's just I can just do one big sneeze. But I've got the weird thing where sometimes when I go uh, from a dark place to a very bright place, and specifically mm. into sunlight, it makes me sneeze almost every well, that, time. Well, that's how I stop sneezing. If I'm about to sneeze, but I really don't want to sneeze, I look at a bright light, and that helps. That, that does me... the opposite effect on me. That weird. is guaranteed to make me sneeze. Huh. I our, don't brains, know. our brains are weird. Yeah. There's some kind of wiring d- direct between pupil dilation and sneeze activation. Uh, it's just the wiring is is completely reversed between you and I. Yeah, it's weird. I I can't fathom it, and I'm not gonna go in a rabbit hole looking it up right now. But now is not the time. No, you cannot stray into that particular jungle, no matter how attractive the flowers may be, Brayden. Yeah. Well, let, let's get to the the entry that's really gonna put the vial in vial plume here. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, so this is the fire red entry, which says its petals are the largest in the world. It fiendishly scatters <laughs> allergy-causing pollen from its petals. So fiendish. It's, it's been just scattering them this whole time, kind of, you know, But now it's doing neutrally. it fiendishly. <laughs> but now it's... Weirdly yeah. enough, it's fiendish now that we're not using toxic or poison and only describing it as allergy-causing, despite the fact that we spent the previous, like, nine entries talking about how it's poisonous. Yeah. But now, but now we know... It is indeed fiendish because it will use this to eat you. Yeah. Alive. And it wouldn't be fiendish if it killed you first, you know? <laughs> that's that's normal animal behavior. I understand it. You, you got you to survive. But, I almost I guess, feel like... You know, I there's would... some bugs that, I guess, eat, you know, creatures alive just because they don't need to. Like, you're paralyzed. Yeah. Like, they're, you're not going to fight yeah. back. It's whatever. But, yeah. Well, fiendish. I just... Fiendishly almost feels like... They enjoy me, this. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to spread this whether or not I'm using it to try and catch food. I just enjoy being a, a, a scamp and a rapscallion <laughs> and a cad and uh, just spreading poison around for the fun of it. Yeah. I'm not even going to be here. I'm not even going to be here to see you. I'm going to paint the town the yellow effects. and leave. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, and it's, uh, you know, that's fiendish. That's fiendish behavior. There's this kind of correlation between Bellsprout and Oddish, Vileplume and Victory Bell. And Victory Bell certainly always seemed to me like the more monstrous of the two. Mm, yes. And and not Just that it's like, not monstrous, but... From purely visual design. Right. That but feels it seems much like... more like what they're doing, but... Like, instead we, of we opposites, they're kind of the same, just in different forms. It yeah, seems like. they're both evil. Yeah, they're both Turns fiends. Turns out, Plants is evil. Yeah, at least poisonous plants are. Living uh, plants? Mm, bad news. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Little Shop of Horrors, but... Uh, Oof, yeah. Can't trust them. But, you know, I'd be upset, too, if, uh, you know, I woke up to, to consciousness and realized, uh, you know, how, uh, how the world was... Was treating my kind, perhaps. Mm, uh, interesting. I might, yeah. I might, I might be a little fiendish too if, uh, right. if you'll allow sort me this, a, this uh, brief poison ivy turn. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. But I think that's the, what the happening is about. Sure, I believe you. I don't know what that is. Is a Stephen it's King a, book? It's an M Night Shyamalan movie starring oh, okay. Mark Wahlberg that was pretty uh, universally panned. Five out of ten um, on IMDb. Wow. It's, I think it's about plants making people kill themselves. Sorry, spoilers for the Yeesh. happening. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, 
the only real piece of info from this entry is is fiendishly. Fiendishly, um, yes. But that said, I do appreciate that we're getting constant updates on. Yes, we are in generation four or five or whatever now, and the petals are still the largest in the world. So right, we haven't found any larger petals. They're really, really daring us to refute this claim. Right, they're like, <laughs> we're still saying this. Go so ahead, as, as Go a ahead fire and in red. Um, which I think was where was the diamond, pearl, and platinum some period. Um, petals are still the biggest, but okay, let's uh let's keep going. Learn a little bit, a little more about that pollen. All right. So emerald version says, in seasons when it produces more pollen, the air around a vial plume turns yellow with the pa- with the powder as it walks. The pollen is highly toxic and causes paralysis. It can produce even more? Evidently, there's sort of a uh, high and low pollen season. Right. The pollen is always there. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Just sometimes there's more. Seasons where it produces more pollen, you know, I guess spring and summer, presumably. It's just presumably. The air is like a constant yellow. Maybe it's yes, less yellow in like fall and spring, perhaps. Yeah. But whatever season you're in, it's highly toxic and causes paralysis. You know, the easier to eat you with, presumably. Yeah. Uh, so not just uh, allergy causing, as they said in the previous entry. It is, in fact, causing paralysis, which was something we were sort of inferring in the previous entries. But here we've got it for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, definitely spreading powder just by walking. Uh, no, no deliberate flapping required. Just the as deliberate, long as it is. Uh, boisterous flapping. Yeah. Fiendish flapping. <laughs> um, not necessary. Just a casual stroll is enough to dislodge the pollen. Ugh. Good. Delightful. Well, let's get to our last entry here, which doesn't really add much, but is, is a nice kind of cap, I think, on all the entries here. All right, wrapping us, wrapping us up here, we've got Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, which says its petals are the largest in the world. As it <laughs> walks, it scatters extremely allergenic pollen. Yeah, I mean, I assumed it was extremely al- allergenic. Uh, based on that, it causes paralysis. Yeah, I mean, at, at, at a certain point, what's the functional difference between extremely allergenic and poison? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, well, it's like an allergy, but, but it affects everybody and it paralyzes you. Right. Like, well, that's poison. You're and, describing poison. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what you've described is a paralytic agent. It's like, yeah, I've developed a, a super allergen. It's called arsenic. Yeah. <laughs> it works on everyone. Everyone is allergic to it so much that it will kill them. Oh, Pretty cool. God. What a delightful little Pokemon. <laughs> Who I must, uh, must, well, must I must say that I still don't know what it smells like. <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, it doesn't stink anymore. It was what? only stinky when it had that stinky drool coming out of its mouth, and now the stinky drool is gone. Nowhere in sight. I'd be worried if it actually smells good, because it does attract with the large petals. It mm. attract prey. So if it starts smelling good too, then that's just that's game over for for a lot of folks. I feel like all that nasty drool, honey, dried up, dehydrated, crumbled up into powder. Now it's pollen scattered mm. to the winds, highly poisonous. Oh, miserable. 
There you go. So it can devour you. Devour. So it can Fetish. devour you. Yeah, not just eat. Devour. So it's going to be like that that painting of, of Jupiter eating his son or whatever. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Give me that oh, one with Lyle Plume eating yeah, like a bell Yeah, let's get some fan art going, please. <laughs> or more appropriately, I guess, eating an Oddish because it's his own son. Oh, um, no. <laughs> they call this girl dinner. Do you know? No. Have you heard about girl dinner? No. Uh, what is this? Oh, it's just a meme. Okay. Like, you know, just eating snacks only for dessert is girl dinner. Uh... But then people started using the audio with like scenes from uh, Evan- Evangelion where it's like eating flesh. <laughs> and it's like, this is girl dinner. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. horrifying monster. Anyways. Nice. Um... What's our entry for Violet? I, I want to work in fiendishly flapping somewhere. Right. And uh, if we yeah. can get any more F words in there, the, that's going to be even better. Okay, so. It's record breaking pedals are fiendishly flapping fans of. Uh, Fumes. Fetid fumes. fumes. Fetid festering fumes. <laughs> Actually, record... I don't know if they are fetid or festering, because they didn't say that they stink. But fumes? Probably... You know, whatever. They can't... No one can tell us what to do, Brick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, synonyms for pollen. Uh, antigen, irritant, dust mite, foreign substance? That's a little... Nah. Too... <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> allergen um irritant yeah um okay it's record breaking pedals are fiendishly flapping oh this restriction is really messing me up fiendishly flapping a flood oh yeah of fine a flood of fine poison i guess formaldehyde (laughs) that's kind of specific (laughs) Oh, uh, this is. I'm sure there's something, and I can't think of it, and it's making me upset. Oh well. Uh, it's big pedals are actually poison bags. <laughs> it's record-breaking pedals are fiendishly flapping a flood of finely poisoned pollen, so it can eat you. So it can eat you, <laughs> eat you right up. Okay, that's that's good. I think it's record-breaking petals are fiendishly flapping a flood of finely poisoned pollen, so it can eat you. Yeah, finely poisoned is a good pivot point there, from one alliterative sentence to the next. I like it. One more sentence here. Yikes! Yikes! (laughs) I I feel like it's appropriate just because of how surprisingly lethal this Pokemon was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, speaking of which, let's uh, let's let's do our scales. What's the humanity of Vileplume? Um, gave gloom a three. My big head feels heavy and hard to hold up. Yeah, um, in this economy, yeah. Uh, I don't think that it that I. I can't think of any reason why it should have more points than gloom. Certainly, right? It devours prey. Uh, turns the air yellow. We do that. Yeah, yeah I not guess. intentionally. <laughs> um, well, most of us, I think. Yeah, sort of a secondary process, maybe, but it's yeah, brown sure. is more. But yeah, 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 we got all kinds of nasty colors that we're turning the air. 
Yeah, I think I think a three still makes yeah, sense. I guess it's a little more ambulatory than Gloom was, but so was Oddish. So yeah, I think a three is fine. Um, deadliness. Mm, I think we're up in like six or seven range. I think seven. I think seven. Well. I mean, we don't have any reason to think that it's actually devouring people, but also we don't have any reason to think that it's not doing that, well, other than the size of its mouth. They advise us people to not, you know, approach attractive flowers in the jungle, because they... So they're advising us to not approach vile plume. Yes. Because, presumably, I mean, it's, it has toxic allergenic spores. Right. yeah, it's going to give pollens. you a, 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 an atrocious allergy attack, or whatever. And can can we assume that those will paralyze us as well? Uh, probably. Feels they say like it's highly toxic bet. and causes yeah, paralysis. Yeah, probably going to paralyze you at least. So and once if it isn't, once the prey are immobilized, you? this Pokemon catches and devours them. Them being ambiguous. Uh, yeah, it could it could be eating people. I think a seven is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Staring to those eyes and tell me it's not maybe eating people. <laughs> if it gets the chance, I mean. Oh I buy gosh. it. <laughs> Companionship? Uh, I think it's a one again. I don't think it can move without spreading poison. So unless you are immune or have an antidote or something, I think it's a one. Yeah, like it's gotta be. It's extremely poisonous all the time. It takes steps and it's already spreading poison. And it, it's gonna love it, too. It's they like did this psyched. whole thing with, with Gloom about how, like, oh, it's not always, you know releasing memory loss inducing stench right uh, but That's it's doing occasional. it, a, it, it it was doing it enough of the time that it wasn't worth you know having a companionship <laughs> score of more than one yeah and right things have not really improved and here, here it's just constant par paralytic poison at least i won't have memory loss but that just means that i'll be able to remember it'll be uh, fully fully conscious and aware horrifyingly paralyzed <laughs> yeah and if you survive Perhaps a, a traumatic experience you would rather forget. Yeah, <laughs> um, honestly. Go find I a gloom. Made, I could have used a little bit of gloom juice. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, a vicious boy. cycle. Brutal. So, okay, 371 are our scores for Bioplume. Uh, before we wrap up, I do need to mention the uh, what, what Bioplume has to say in its defense, I suppose. Uh, from <laughs> the Pokemon. Yourself, Bioplume. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games, Vileplume will say the following lines at the following amounts of HP. Starting with 51% to 100% HP, Vileplume says, Let me dose enemies with toxic pollen! Let me dose point. them. Let me. Let me add them. <laughs> I'm going to devour them. <laughs> so, okay. Great. Um, at half HP, it says, Hey, watch it. I'm down to half HP. We watch it. I tried to watch my volume there, too. These were just no exclamation marks, just periods. Hey, watch it. I'm down to half HP. Hey, can you keep an eye on that? Could you uh, maybe help me out here, trainer? Yeah. Huh? And then I say no. I turn and push. Get no, out you're of vile. <laughs> yeah. Turn and push. Um, at 1% to 25% HP, I can't do this. My flower is about to wilt. Oh, no. Which is sad, but... Mm, <laughs> and when it levels up it says yes leveled up you can count on me count on and you for what file plume for poison for poison <laughs> yeah and just what you can count on me to turn the air a brilliant shade yeah, of yellow forever yeah. 
Um, wow, this, uh, I mean, I knew that Vileplume was going to have some stuff going on, some poison behavior, but I didn't expect it to just be like, like, I have always really liked the Oddish chain in general. Mm-hmm. I like Vileplume a lot. I think it's a cool looking Pokemon. I like that yeah. it's got this goofy little grin on its face. <laughs> I don't love that it is actually just a walking pollen cloud all the yeah. time. Yeah. That feels very specifically like a bit of a bummer with what with the hay fever. And just, just and, fiendish. And, and paralysis. <laughs> you know, the hay fever, the paralysis, the being devoured. <laughs> the devouring, you know. Ugh, it's it's rough out there for um, people living near Vileplume or any <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Oof, okay, well, that's Vileplume, which almost would wrap up the, the, the Oddish uh, ah, evolution change, but and we're, we're going to give... Uh, Gloom, kind of an opportunity to go for uh, like a face turn here. Right. Uh, hey, Gloom, what if you didn't? What if what if we just got rid of that poison? What well, if you didn't embrace your worst impulses, Gloom? Then we would get its ever its other evolution that we will be talking about next week, whose name is Bellossom. <laughs> so, stay tuned for that. I can't wait for us to find out it's devouring people as well by some other means. But it's sweet smelling pollen causes instant paralysis. Oh gosh. You smell something good, watch out. Yeah. If you feel like hula dancing, it's because you're, you're about to be devoured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome I'm still the, waiting, still waiting the for, jungle, our, baby. for our Pokedex entry that just says you're gonna die. Just says welcome to the jungle, baby, you're gonna oh, die. Gosh. Yeah, you know those those uh those developers just listen to a little too much Guns N' Roses. They just love Guns N' Roses and <laughs> hate the jungle. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Big fans of Rafflesia, it seems like, though. Mm, uh. Yeah. Interesting that Rafflesia is the name in French, Japanese, Korean. Uh, it seems like they didn't expect that to have name recognition in at least English and German-speaking countries. You know, yeah. like, we gotta come up with something else. But in yeah. France, it's like, everyone knows what Rafflesia is. We're just gonna call it literally that. Right. In China, they've just got their own cool, better words. Uh, overlord plant. Overlord flower. Wow. And a devouring overlord um, that you should avoid at all costs. Devouring overlord, my new favorite anime. Ooh. Yeah. That's... Doesn't sound too far off from an anime. It feels title. like, right? Yeah. It sounds like a real anime. It might totally. be. I don't know. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. We gotta we gotta get out of here. We appreciate all your support, and it's uh, delightful to hear about people enjoying the show. If you would like to give us a little money to to, to support our our beautiful prodigious art, you can go to kofi.com/slash beyond the ball. Our beautiful undertaking. Yes, our our fiendishly flapping. Uh, Folios of Folios. Uh, photo decks. Of facts. Of facts uh, is much better than photo decks because <laughs> that's not even spelled with an F. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, thank you to PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia for all of the useful info that I grab for the show. And thank you to Partyfish Media, which is the podcast network that we are a member of. You can find out more about them at Partyfish.media. Will, can you give me an allergen fact? Ooh, um, I don't know what I'm allergic to, and that's a fact. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah, I mean, I know some of the things I'm allergic to, but like the hay fever, it's like, yeah, it's some kind of grass or something. Eh. Isn't that like 
what they do at the doctor's too. If like they need to find out what you're allergic to, they just yeah, like, they kind can of give you ex- a whole they just panel. expose you to a bunch yeah. of stuff. They poke yeah. you with like two dozen different needles to oh, be like, gosh. which of these things are you going to have an allergic reaction to? I've never actually had an allergy panel done before though. Okay, um, but yeah. that's my understanding of of how they work. But I, yeah, they, I just, when I started presenting symptoms, they brought me to the doctor and they were just like, yeah, he's got hay fever. It's something, whatever. Yeah, that's, uh, fair. that's fair. Did you know that if you eat unpasteurized honey that was raised, that was, that was uh, made by bees from the same region as you, you're much less likely to have allergies? Oh. You're being exposed to a lot of those, like... I think you're much less likely to have specifically... It's not going to prevent you from having, like, a shellfish allergy or something like that. Right, But, right. like, you'll be less likely to have hay fever because your body has been exposed to those, like, pollens and things uh, via right. the honey, which for some reason doesn't trigger the allergic reaction and can actually make your body be like, oh, yeah, this stuff is fine. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, that's real. That's a, that's, a, that's a real actionable fact there, Will. There nice you job. go. <laughs> Good job. Uh, I was going to say feed your baby's honey, but I think that's actually something you're specifically not supposed to do. Yeah, well, don't... <laughs> you're, you're batting a thousand. Don't, don't mess it up. <laughs> you do some Googling. It's fine. Yeah, don't yeah. do anything that I say without investigating it first. Oh, man. Yeah, I uh, especially after this, uh, this most recent summer and spring i am once again very thankful to not have any allergies i was so sure that you were going to say especially after this last debacle when will tried to give advice to our listeners and they all (laughs) followed it and like had horrible illness results uh we're not doing going down that road again uh, yeah, I'd like to join the class action lawsuit against Will. contact our lawyer at (laughs) gobeyondtheball.gmail.com this this podcast this pokemon podcast does not constitute medical advice no (laughs) Uh, well, we're gonna we gotta get out of here before we uh, put more feet in our mouths. Um, it's, mm. it's time to go. My name is Braden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. National Film Festival for Talented Youth is the world's largest for filmmakers aged 24 and younger and is proud to spotlight its annual festival selection of over 200 films by inviting you to a weekly interview diving into an extended look at the filmmakers' film, their process, and their inspirations, hosted by Nifty's programmers and staff. Embrace those positive Nifty vibes during the festival off-season with this podcast presented by Partyfish Media every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay up to date with Nifty at nifty.org or on Facebook and Twitter at NFF. TY or on Instagram and TikTok at Nifty Film. Partyfish Media Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.